I sit in this silence of a room to think about what I could really talk about today or talk about what I could talk about within that I could share with you guys at least about uh, some interesting dilemmas within the world I'm kind of in and I can ponder off a bunch of topics and ideas but after like some events that happened recently I guess I will definitely talk about this so I'm recording this on a Monday on a day that supposedly I was supposed to come in for work but there were some scheduling issues and I thought taking a Sunday off would fix that but nah it was uh fixed up and uh I ended up with a Monday off as well so that's odd but that wasn't like one of the events but the real event that actually was ha- happened was that uh I get home from work like you know as usual and I find my cat his name is Mikey or Mike and I see him on his side and flies were all over him Mike had deceased the day before Mike was feeling very weak and you know I recommended like you know take him taking him into the vet or something but it was like in the p.m. times and usually the emergency room would like not be kind of an option because we've never actually been to one I don't know what to do because we never usually had any pets and I recommended it to you know my folks but they ended up refusing to take the cat to the vet now I could have gone myself but like I just didn't know what to do at that point. Maybe I kind of had some theories that maybe he was having issues drinking and eating. So maybe the next day uh, the cat would do that. And so like, you know, the next day the cat was sitting under the house and luckily the cat was meowing. And that basically just told me, uh, all right, he's, he's doing all right. So I went to work, you know, my folks already fed the animals, and they left to go to an island, and, you know, after work, I come home to check on the cat and feed the animals, and yeah, when I went under the house, the cat was gone, so I figured, okay, he's doing good, but then I looked at the side of the house, and there he was, flies all around him, murder of crows in the backyard kind of already told me something was going on, and there lied Mikey dead eyes open and everything and that was three days ago no two days ago it happened on the 10th and i am still kind of speechless and panicky at the same time told my folks that you know the cat deceased i know what what the next steps were but they just said get a trash bag get a box and bury him immediately so i did that i walked over grabbed a trash bag i grabbed some gloves as well because i because i wanted to uh, shut the cat's eyes i attempted to i tried 
and I placed the cat inside of the uh, trash bag. I didn't, I tried not to like shove them in there. I tried to like, you know, properly like put them in that trash bag. And I put them in that box. And I asked my folks, uh, you know, what, what's a good spot to put the cat? And they said, okay, I will buy the fence. I was like, okay. Buy the fence in the backyard. All right, we'll do that. And I didn't know that burying my cat would be such a journey. Because that backyard was not only full of, like, cow and horse manure. It was also filled with, like... It was also a very rocky area. And so what I did was, you know, I grabbed a shovel, pickaxe, and like a garden shovel just in case. I also wetted the area to make it easier to kind of dig. And I will be real with you, that is the most gruesome four hours of digging I ever had to do. And I only had to like dig like three feet. Now with a bulldo now with a front loader, that that's easy. But with a shovel and pickaxe and my skinny ass, no. <laughs> not easy. But the job had to be done. And throughout that entire process, I did not shed one single tear. Even when I discovered the cat. Like, you ever just feel like you just you look at your cat or your dead animal and you just can't cry even if you're at a funeral and you know like your loved ones have passed and you just can't shed a tear even though you want to so bad because you because maybe that will make you feel better or something but instead you just feel that numbness that no feeling sense it kind of gives off this, oh shit, my empathy's gone, but no, your empathy is there. But like, your body just won't react to it. Like, we don't know if it's chemicals, we don't know if it's just me being me. It could be autism. I always theorize autism when like a few, uh, a few classmates have passed away in high school. But... When, like, we had other pets, like, a rabbit, like, rabbits, like, I didn't react. But I, I thought that was just because I was a child. And I didn't know how to, how, uh, to react to death. But, you know, I didn't really react to death in kind of a very natural way that, I guess, people would assume to be natural or a natural reaction. But it wasn't a natural reaction to me. It was just kind of a reaction that I wanted to force, but, like, it just wouldn't come out. So there I was, no emotions and numbness, digging a rocky terrain backyard for four hours. I was measuring, like, constantly if I was going to hit three feet or whatnot. And when I finally hit three feet, because, like, literally the first, like, hour, first, like, hour or two was, like, literally me trying to dig a hole. Like, beginning to dig a hole. Like, once the hole was open, everything else was pretty simple. Like, everything would fall into place. I removed, like, a lot of big rocks and stones out of the way. Giant stones, like, literal ginormous. And that was probably one of the hardest things I ever had to, uh, 
I ever had to cope with, knowing that I had to literally open a lot of myself to kind of just get this job done. And I did it from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Yeah, that was kind of five-ish hours, but I started like at around 6.30 or something because I was still trying to figure out like how to do stuff. And, you know, I, you know, after I, you know, I fed the animals like as well before I buried my cat. And during that entire time, I didn't eat. Like, I literally did not eat anything during that whole process. I guess we might as well go a little bit darker on some sub on the subject, really, because I guess I guess we might as well just I guess talk about the art of losing, whether it be like losing a pet, losing at tournaments, losing your mind, losing your mind while losing your keys. In another case, just losing, losing every day you wake up. To lose or just know you're going to lose. Loss is very subjective. When it's the loss of a human life or an animal life, it can really be kind of irritating depending on the context. Like if it was like just an animal, you know, sometimes it had to be survival survival sake tradition like you know like you know sometimes certain tribes will show up and eat certain whales out for a tradition for like a weekly monthly thing i'm not too coursed with uh you know how how uh, back when native tribes or any other tribes from all over the world how they would like you know find a certain animal and use their and use their gear as like trinkets, symbols, tra- traditional uh, feasts or anything. And like, you know, sometimes people... And like, you know, sometimes there's like n- not a lot of bonding to that. But when it comes to a pet, that's kind of something else. Like if it was a rabbit that was always outdoors, I guess that's uh, kind of different. But if it's a cat that's outdoors that, you know, you've, you've had to feed a few times. I've had to feed like... Like, literally half a year, I'd say. Because, no lie, I've known that cat for only a year. Because when we moved into this new place, it came with the three cows and the cat. And, you know, we took care of that cat the best we could. Well, my family was very uh, uh, indoor pet phobic, I guess that's a term I'll use. But they just did not like pets, like, inside the house. So they kept the cat outside. And the cat had a home in a barn. And I never got a chance to play with it a lot or buy him some toys. He was a pretty old cat. He wasn't very uh, jumpy or whatnot. He was an old cat. Old breed, I guess. And losing that cat actually hit me a lot harder than I thought because I've actually never really experienced like a personal form of loss than that cat. Like, I've never had, like, family members die. I've had, like, classmates pass away. But I never had, like, actual pets 
have like known for took care of for like about a year just strip pass away out of nowhere and most of those kids that died most of those classmates that passed away like i didn't really know them as much i mean i hung out with them possibly but like i didn't really know them as much as they probably already knew me but that's a whole other story but you know it it was really still kind of impactful, but I just didn't really, wasn't too close to those people. But the cat, I was kind of close because sometimes that cat would be kind of a comfort whenever, like, I need to. Like, I'd always pet it, hold it, sometimes yell at him, but, like, he'd always just, you know, be the guardian of the house at that point. Guardian of the land, of the farm... He was a very lovable cat, and only a few of my friends are probably lucky enough to even see the cat and get to know the cat. But uh, most of the times, whenever I bring out, whenever I bring out invitations, some just don't even respond. But to those that actually did get the chance to see and meet the cat, awesome. He only lived for about a year of us living, and I didn't think uh, he'd live that long. I thought he would live longer, but it didn't happen, so, yeah, just something eating at me every so often, like, whenever I go on a train or anywhere, like, I can't help but just think about just seeing that cat just eyes open, just perished, like, that's something, like, you gotta process. Like, the first thing you have to do is just deny... Like, the first thing you go through is denial. In my situation, that was, holy crap, there's no way. There's no way he's gone already. I thought he'd be able to live a little longer, but no. He, it was his time. It was it was his time. He was very skinny, very bony. His time has already met. And therefore, uh, there's nothing you can do. Because you could go to the vet and just put him down, but, you know, that would have been the wisest decision. But unfortunately, folks weren't really in agreement with that idea. Either that or they were lazy. I'm pretty sure that I got their laziness from them when it came to that. But unfortunately, the saddest thing for me to say is that it saves money to just let the cat go through the end of his life. And that right there is the unfortunate thing. Yeah, I can't put the cat down myself. That, that'd just be wrong. Sometimes you have to let it go through its cycle. And the next thing you know, you're gonna be having that image of that body for a very long time. And like, I had to comfort myself throughout that entirety. You know, my folks are already like out of town, like hanging at an island with a family friend. And I was just kind of left there just trying to take it all in and just be like, holy shit, I actually just witnessed a cat dead on the ground. My own cat. And I have to bury it myself. I think that is kind of what's hitting me right now. Like, I mean, if I were to give the old cliche of life is too short, we'd be over right now on this podcast. But I think the art of losing can be really harsh and it can go with anything i mean you know you lose a you know you lose a cat 
you felt like you just lost everything. What about... You know what? Let's keep going, though. Because sometimes when you lose your cat or you lose a pet, you might as well just lose your mind in the process. You don't know how to cope. You don't know what is what or how to even deal with it. You can't even cry. You can't even feel. You can't even do anything. You just feel numb and inside you feel like something just hits you with a ton of bricks. Like I don't know how that's even possible for me to even go through that. Like I could be a crier sometimes whenever like whenever people would treat me like shit. And whenever I'm not listened to or I hurt myself or maybe see a sad film, but whenever it came to actually losing something, you just don't feel anything. It's that numbness that just hurts you even more. Like you, like it's that same pain, but minus the crying. Like you feel like your insides are about to just drop. And I've puked in my mouth a couple of times having to like literally think about this every day. And the next day, um, I, I ended up hosting a, uh, well, I was asked to host an event that uh, this company wanted to do. And, uh, well, the marketing was pretty awful, so I ended up just hosting a plate. I just hosted an event that no one showed up to because there was no marketing. And I was hoping, like, if I was hosting an event that people actually showed up to, it'd be, like, it'd be, you know, very coping and whatnot. But overall, it didn't make it any better. And, like, we had giveaways. And, like, they had sent, like, stuff for giveaways and everything. And, uh... One of the giveaways that uh, was going to be given out to some people were like these like figure fig, League of Legend figurines, and then the next one would be like this plushie. Then the others were gift cards, and you know I told and you know I I asked the guy like you know okay no one showed up uh, what, what do you want me to do with these and they're like take what you want. Like, that's what he said. He just told me take what I take take what I want. Uh, there was an extra Chromecast there that I just left there because I figured they would need a spare just in case they want to keep doing this. But uh, I ended up just taking the gift cards. I normally I would take the plushie, but like I just couldn't, and that's rare. Like, why would you not take a plushie? Even though it wasn't like the right color of fur, just fur texture itself reminded me of my cat reminded me of mike and i'm just like yeah no i don't think i should take this otherwise i would probably suffer i would probably worsen my ptsd and so i just took the gift cards no complaints no nothing the guy I was working with also didn't play League, and he didn't really have any interest, so he just took the stuff, stored it all back, and hopefully the next time, like, you know, marketing gets their stuff together, hopefully maybe I'll be hosting the Worlds event. That will probably happen November, if, uh, if I would be working as a host again on that day. I was just tired, really. I really want to get... 
back into you know competitive gaming speaking of competitive league <laughs> i mean i don't play competitive league but it'd be cool but yeah team games are just not my specialty even though like you know i would like to try someday but like you know when you lose your cat and you lose your mind it just becomes this cycle of coping of copium like you know that you gotta forgive yourself and you gotta just move on Unfortunately, tragic things are going to happen, and unfortunately, not everyone can be saved, even if you want to, even if you want to save them so bad. Even if you try, there's no guarantee everyone's going to be saved. I guess I just found out, I guess I just figured out the art of losing just at an early age. Like, I know I'm going to be losing pets, I'm going to be losing family members, friends... Maybe in my mind in the process. Losing altogether is something that you sh that people always say, you know, success comes later after losing a lot. But it's no guarantee. It's no guarantee that losing will give you successes afterwards. But it's always good to at least lose more than win more. Because at least once you get some victories, you at least know that, you know, if you lose again, it's not going to affect you. Because you know it's going to happen. You've gotten it. You've, you've gotten to that point where you've taken out a few awesome players or top level players. And if you lost anyone else, it's like, eh, that's life. In fact, I was able to do this. I already know, like, you know, okay, I have it in me. I just need to get back. Eventually, you start to see things in a whole other light. I mean, yeah, you probably lost a pet, but who knows? Maybe you might get a better pet or someone that, you know, is a lot more forever than that. But I don't really know. There are so many things that can happen later on. But it beats me how things will go in the process. Excuse me, I'm just, like, thinking over some stuff. I know, I mean... I didn't really... I didn't really think of a topic for this. And, um... I'm probably gonna release this, like... I think I might release this episode of the podcast maybe a little later. It's kind of my thought. Sometimes when you have conversations with yourself... It's probably just therapeutic to just let it happen, you know? I never always had to deal with loss my life like i've dealt with a lot of losses and competition and losing my mind a bunch when you know thinking about the past because sometimes there were opportunities where people could have just been different it actually made me feel like i could just have control over myself but when people just decide to just let me kind of lose my mind or you know bring me back to a point where I will lose my mind it's just entertainment to them I don't really have too much of I guess expertise when it comes to losing but sometimes how I deal with things how I stick to competitions is most of the time I just play like I know I'm gonna lose and that makes me win more very oddly 
Like the goal for me is losing. Like I had to change my goal from winning to losing to win more. Because sometimes, sometimes you have to disappoint yourself to actually do a lot better with the skill sets you got. I am kind of happy of where I am today. But like I'm still kind of coping with a lot of everything that I've had to deal with. The loss of a childhood, the loss, well, I guess not too bad of a loss of a childhood in terms of like, you know, game, maybe video games and such, but I was very restricted. I was in a restricted family. Like they could have act like they could have given me access to some of these things, but they just thought if they gave me access, then it is going to be dangerous for my brain. And I found out today it actually wasn't. It's kind of a way I can join in on conversations or something, but the fact that I had nothing to converse about because I was way way behind on a lot of definitions the social aspect just kind of just dies off am I saying my family's responsible for probably my lack of knowledge on literally everything and my lack of like wanting that knowledge I would say yeah I really really wanted to feel that I could just go for things and not feel any problem but whenever I do that I just get disappointment after disappointment even though I tried if I had that childhood and that time of uh, of like you know bonding with thing bonding with people better as if people treated me better I think I would have came out a little bit better than where I am now but the fact that I'm able to discover this stuff in my 20s is still good like I could have been much worse you know I could have been much much worse and I think that is kind of how losing your mind just feels overall You feel like everything was stolen from you. And it doesn't always have to be the fact that not everything is going your way. Because I think the average human knows that not everything is going to go their own way. I mean, you can work and reach for it, but not everything is going to go your way. And sometimes you have to find a plan B or just some workaround to keep yourself kind of, you know, not only grounded, but also stable like I guess whenever like I get kind of scared to do some stuff I worry about mostly my mentality rather than like you know my chances of success because even if I succeed I'm just gonna feel very numb afterwards and I'm just gonna start feeling lazy
like everything is just kind of you know out of my control because I guess if you're so used to things just being out of control it starts to get very annoying eventually because you want that multitude of success and failure to at least keep yourself stable like you know if you succeed too much you're going to start feeling a very egotistical type of situation to a point where it just doesn't feel right. I'm trying to think of what else to kind of pair this up with. And you know, I've had to deal with losing friendships a few times. And not going to lie, losing friends is pretty hard. Like it feels like a breakup, but it's not a but it kind of is a breakup. Like, you don't want to have anything to do with that person or whatnot. And now I kind of come to terms of why maybe that didn't work out so well. Maybe it's because we just have different values. And honestly, I don't know what values I am compatible with. Like, maybe this is why I'm so single all the time, because my values are not as compatible as others. But, like, I do want to, like, figure out how compatibility of values work within... It's hard, though, but I think, like, you know, it's just going to have to be the easiest way to cope. And that is just figuring out, like, you know, where the real friend base is at. Like, maybe that's another loss I can talk about. Maybe loss of a friend base. Like, you don't really have, like, you have, like, a lot of people you know, but they're they're all in, like, different bases of friends. Or in, like, different groups. Like, I have one that was, like, good old RCS group. I have another that was, like, kind of the competitive Pokemon group. I have the Twitch group. I mean, I guess the Twitch group and Pokemon group kind of intertwine because uh, one of them, um, because uh, I guess one of them is a part of both. It's always nice, though, when, you know, groups intertwine but you know anyway back onto the groups i have like the uh, dance rush group the um the uh ah shoot what's this one oh the other multitude of twitch groups um some discord groups the um mario kart community some fall guys people like when you have, like, so many different types of friend groups that you're a part of. Oh, yeah, also shouts to, uh, to SG. Anyway. When you have, like, so many groups that you're also a part of. You start to feel like you just lost your friend base. Like, you don't really have, like, a group of friends you can just try to connect with. And even if you did try to connect with them, like, there's no guarantee they'll connect with you back. Or let you know about any other details or anything. And just having that feeling of losing connection sets back a lot. There's a lot to go on about this topic, really. Losing. Losing money from gambling. You lose your friends from situations and drama and cancel culture. You lose... You're, you can lose your job for being kind of a dick. 
you can lose you can lose things for no reason you can lose your keys to lose your mind and whenever I lose my car keys or whatever and I have to go somewhere I'm losing my mind every day I can't stop thinking about it like you know I can't have that ruin me but then once I come in clutch it's like okay it's all good no worries let's go and have some fun and I think if I were to really go a bit deeper into this losing talk, let's talk about losing your shelter, losing a home, losing family, communication. I always wondered, would I be? Would I feel better if I move out? Because if I did, then I would have to lose my financial stability. I mean, who am I kidding? I'm like literally buying a lot of stuff. But, like, it's hard to move out. I had friends that moved out, but then moved back into their original home with families because rent's too high. Or maybe it's just not worth going for it. And then when you lose your home in a fire, it's like losing something or someone. I never lost anything to a fire or anything. I never had a house fire or whatnot. But I've always had this feeling of what would happen if I lost, if I lost things. From a fire, an accident, the apocalypse. Like, would I feel better? If this world lost its country, I think that would have been a much more positive experience for me because then I'll have to, like, you know, start a new life at a new place with new currency. It's like starting fresh. But this time, I got something to lose. And I'm more stable. Like, if this, like if this world, like, if this country ends up getting nuked, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say good. Because if that's the only way for me to move on, I'll do it. I'll accept it. I'll accept that fate. Get out, flee, and not come back. Yeah, I'll probably lose a lot of junk. But you know, at least you get to start fresh with new rules. In a new place. And I think one topic of losing would be your childhood, eventually. Because we... I, I guess I already kind of started... I guess we already mentioned... I guess I mentioned that. I guess I'm running out of ideas. I don't know. I might just make this one a short one because I guess it's just me trying to cope with things. Like, you know, how do you deal with losing? How do you move on from losing things? in your life how do you go on from losing viewership from losing people from feeling like you just lost groups but like you know the groups are still there it's just that you know you're not as extroverted or talkative but like you know you wonder if like there's a group that's still there like the feeling of being needed is something that you know really helps but sometimes it's no guarantee at the end of the day, you have to figure it out yourself. So, uh, what do we do then? We lost something, how are we gonna get back? You can't. It's gone. It's taken. You can't get it back. Nothing you can do. No matter how much you wanna fix it, there's nothing you can do. I guess I'll just leave it at that, since I've already had to go through something in my life. So, 
I'm gonna make this episode probably the shortest. And then maybe next week I'll probably record I'll pro I'll probably uh, post something that is maybe a little bit more lighter. I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some people involved. I I know who I want to get involved in my next uh cast. But uh I first want to like uh wait until that time is ready. But for now, uh yeah, thank you guys for uh listening in on this and also listening to the podcast um yeah socials are pretty self-explanatory just go on my instagram ninja falcon 2 check my link tree everything's there until then thanks for um having me vent in front of you guys i hope you take something in and maybe talk about it with some some folks it's a really good conversation to have when we talk about the art of whatever is happening. Okay, I'm gonna just hit the stop record button and uh, figure all this out. Take care, folks.